0: Hello, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 155. I am your host, Neil Vought, who has almost got over my cold this week, so apologies if I uh, sound normal this week again. Um, Joining me today, I have a full roster of hot young talent and Mike. And it's, oh, look at him. It's brilliant. Uh, Yeah, so Mike, you know, the man who, like Crash Bandicoot, started smashing crates in the mid-90s. Difference is, Mike didn't stop, and now look at him. Uh, how you doing,
1: mate? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, pretty good today. Um, was out at the cinema with um, a friend, a lady friend as Poor well. lady
0: friend. What did you go see?
1: Uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I also
0: have seen the Lego Batman this week.
1: <laughs> yeah. Then uh, we went for a Nando's, which was good, although I felt guilty with every bite because, you know, going down the gym now trying to get the abs back and stuff. But, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, no, sorry, I'm going to die. I can't. See you later, love. <laughs>
0: well it was chicken at least
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah protein Uh, but yeah i'm good man but yeah i made it back here in time i said sob the gym tonight because i'm on the podcast oh there you go
0: so it's our our fault if you become fat
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs)
0: um also joining us is the best thing to come out of eastern europe since Mila jovovich is acting it's gary bagdazarov how you doing gary
2: Wow, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: pretty good at you? <laughs> I know it's not a high bar, but it's a bar. It's
2: very,
0: I it. Good, good. Having you on is always a pleasure, of course. Um, Thank you. Returning this week, uh, the second week running, it's Unchained's best new exclusive property. It is Alfonso Boxill. How are you doing, Alfonso?
3: <laughs> Hello to you ben neil and michael for the second time as for gary it's finally nice to hear from you finally good to be on the podcast with you i'm well just like mike and you neil i also just saw lego batman and to he didn't me, to do. that's one of the best lego movies i've seen so far
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: good mm. fun very good fun yeah. and lots of great in-jokes about the franchise as well. Which is... I
1: just couldn't I just couldn't help laughing at all the um, weightlifting jokes <laughs> and stuff because I was like, yeah, that's me. When he In the song, it was like, I don't miss leg day. I was like, yeah,
2: that's right, bro. <laughs> now, I love it. It's
1: like,
2: it's not working, pump, because I'm too buff.
1: Buff. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's going for the photo, I've got to get my pump on. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Never miss app day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> oh, that's all cool. That was fine.
0: <laughs> Semi joining us this week, uh, because he's half in and out of reality, is the man who is hotter than a Final Fantasy VII remake screen and twice as rare. It's Ben Chillebier-Hall. How are you doing, Ben? I'm not
4: too bad, thank you. How are you doing?
0: Oh, not too bad myself. Uh, half-term week, you know, but the kids, of course, decide to be ill going into half-term week, so... It's not your children with bad attitudes. It's always a fun sort of combination. But you know, one of them, the older one was well enough to go and see Lego Batman, so that was that was fun and nice to do. I want
4: to um, go see that still. <laughs> it is, yeah.
0: It's definitely worth seeing. It's it the first time I've been back to the cinema since Mad Max Fury Road. I think, yeah. It's, it's been a while. i mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, other means and stuff to uh, watch what I want to watch always. Yeah. <laughs> time and money and all that yeah um quick recap last week after the main podcast me and ben did a brief uh, predictions feature type podcast which was a. Uh...
1: will mike show up for the next episode no 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 <laughs> uh,
4: by the way we... we got a wrestling podcast follow us for that <laughs> really <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh sorry i spoiled it but yeah wrestling yeah
0: you spoiled you spoiled the surprise now um <laughs> yeah apart from that everyone listening kind of sees the feed and yeah have seen that but uh yeah ben uh as we established the other week doesn't have much knowledge in the way of wrestling and i do and we basically both did the predictions for last week's uh elimination chamber event for wwe with ben with no knowledge me with full knowledge and ben's strange strange reasons for picking winners <laughs> um the results came in and you'll be happy to know that ben scored two out of seven which you know, and I scored four, so Wow. <laughs> the, first, the first of many. Uh, and between us I think we got five of the seven correct if I'm right. And
4: yeah, it was good. Hey I got it, it so that means I got one right that you didn't. I'll take yeah, that. Uh, ben,
0: yeah, Ben got uh Ben correctly predicted that Naomi would beat Alexa Blitz and I good believe... on
4: Naomi Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Naomi Campbell. Neil, you wanna hear a funny story about this? Go yeah, go for it. You remember last week when you was doing um, to predictions of who's gonna win, and you said you rather Alexa Bliss than I told you I don't care for her. Yeah. When I was watching that match, as soon as Alexa Bliss came out, my whole service cut off, and then when the match was finished, it came back on. (laughs) (laughs) You got told. (laughs)
0: Oh man. Yeah, it was a good match, though. I quite enjoyed Naomi winning, still, despite that. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, Naomi's a good character as well. I think.
2: And now she's injured and probably has to drop the title.
0: Ah, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's about as serious as Seth Rollins's injury. So um, <laughs> anyway, um, I can't remember what one you got right then. Um, it definitely wasn't the Elimination Chamber because you picked Ambrose. Um Ah, <laughs> uh, who did you pick? God, I can't remember oh yeah of course you picked Apollo Crews and Kalisto to win uh, actually you picked Apollo Crews to win and technically he did win the fight out of the two of them because he was the one that got the pin so Yay. But, but yeah there you go and we did well so there you go we talked about wrestling again this week and <laughs> stay we did tuned well. for the
4: new Playstation <laughs> wrestling show next week
0: yeah well, I think what is it we, probably is going to be next week actually where we uh the next set of predictions coming so yeah. didn't we have a wrestling podcast i'm sure no no, no oh, we did a special. no we did
1: a special one yeah that's what i mean yeah yeah dane was on it wasn't he
0: that's right and we'll yeah. be doing that again this year i think but uh oh, okay wrestlemania
1: so well, i won't be on that because i, I know will Jack. be on it
0: <laughs> <laughs> however Rick, the man who pumps iron is the one who won't be on a wrestling podcast Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My 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 knowledge of wrestling is limited limited to Hulk Hogan to Hulk Hogan and The Rock.
2: <laughs> it's okay, one of them is bound to show up. So
1: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: okay. I'll be the one that's confused that's there.
1: Well, yeah. actually, I will let you into a little secret. But um, you're Rock, the yeah, he got so uh, the reason why he's so buff is <laughs> he's been following my training routine, obviously. Oh, cool. ah, okay.
4: <laughs> so that confirms that you're at WrestleMania. I want to put him. Down there's my choice, for winner.
0: The choice for something, yeah. <laughs> uh, is, anyway, we're actually supposed to be here to talk about games things. Oh, um, yeah, got forgot that, sorry. Um, <laughs> I suppose there's a few little stories to note this week. Um <coughs> Bandicoot. Oh, bless you, yeah. Crash Bandicoot got its release date of June 30th. And I think we saw a bit more footage of it, which, yeah, looks like Crash in Unreal Engine.
1: You can just hear the enthusiasm there. Yeah, it...
0: it- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking ahead to June 30th now when the PSU gets shut down by the amount of people complaining about my review. So <laughs> it's going to be fun.
1: You actually reviewed that then? Oh, yes.
0: But no,
4: how can you review it?
0: You're not a bandicoot. I'm not a bandicoot. I'm no kind of marsupial, I'm afraid. Nor am I from that region.
1: So it's, you
0: yeah, know, never mind. But we'll, I'm the closest thing we got, I think. So.
1: And it's, uh, sorry, what was the date? June 30th?
0: June 30th, yeah, which I think was predicted it would be June, so... Hmm. so oh no,
1: what, what a shame, it's
4: 10 days after Stormblood, I guess I won't be buying it. I oh know what a shame,
0: shame, shame. Shame. <laughs> um, everyone happy with that? Anyone, did you see the footage brief as it was for that one? Um, Mike?
1: um i haven't actually seen the footage yet for some reason um if i'd done the story i undoubtedly would have done but steven saw to that uh i it's it's, it's weird work to be honest with me with crash bandicoot you know i haven't really played them that much at all you know i think i only played the first actually i played the demo of the first one the old demo this used to get on the ps1 play the demo and that seemed cool back then but i never really got into the series i was always more about mario and sonic back then but unlike taste basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say unlike you Neil, i don't have a seeping hatred for the bandicoot but <laughs> oh
0: no it's just mild disdain
1: yeah mild disdain. mild yeah so no i was i'm pretty uh just kind of meh about crash bandicoot to be honest but you know at the end of the day it's bound to do well it's another ps4 exclusive so you know in that sense i'm, I'm glad it's out quite soon sooner rather than later but yeah, I don't, don't really have much to add. About. I suppose you could say, well, you know, now is a good time to get into them, you know, I suppose. so. Yeah, well, you know, well, like, you know all, all the
0: strange and horrible things happening in the world these days. Why not bring out yeah.
1: the Crash Bandicoot game? <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Um, yeah, that's about it, really.
0: You, um, ben, you, your hot take on this uh, few-day-old story.
1: It
4: sure does have a release date, and it does look like the Crash Bandicoots.
0: There you go. That's a, that's a that's a very good and succinct point that one um i like
4: and that is about it because it comes out right around the same time as 14's expansion and anything else doesn't really exist to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's right you know he's, he's right you won't see him for won't see him for dust the dust but, or days it's yeah it's like
4: a black hole that just everything else just sort of <laughs> goes what about
0: what about you alfonso
3: like I mentioned last week, um, never got the chance to play the Crash Bandicoot game. So, and I did also mention that this is one of the games I was looking forward to playing in terms of this year. So, June 30th needs to hurry up as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, we have a fan. That should be interesting when you and Neil start <laughs> talking about that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. I mean, it's like it's a good smart move for Sony, a good summer game because, you know, mm. something to fill the void, which we'll probably touch on later about Sony stuff this year. But, uh, yeah, can't fault it, can you? Um, Gary, what about you? Well,
2: I don't have the kind of hate that you have for Crash Bandicoot, Neil. It's um,
0: not hate, it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's
1: hate. I, I don't do hate.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, I... I could care less of one way or another. Um Crash Bandicoot I didn't have a problem with the game. Um I think I don't think it was the best platformer at the time. I actually think Spyro
4: was the best platformer at the time. Um definitely a better one, yeah. Croc 3D was a better platformer at the time.
0: Cloner, um, <laughs> Cooler <Chula> World. <laughs> oh, I love Croc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yazoo>! Oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> as, as far as it goes to PlayStation, though, obviously Mario was unbeatable. Uh, oh, yeah, still, yeah. is but um, yeah, you know, I I think I, I'm more excited at the fact that it looks so well done as a remaster. I consider it a remaster. Some people call it a remake, but the fact that it's pretty much exactly the same as the original game, but with more fluid you know, animations and yeah. graphics are better and all that, I'm going to call it a remaster. Um,
0: but and, you can't really tell until you see more if they've added anything major beyond that. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, at the um, minute, you're right. It does look very much like that.
2: Yeah, and I think that it looks fantastic that way because this makes it look like this is how a remaster should be made.
3: Yeah, and um, it's
2: what people wanted.
3: Yeah,
2: they didn't want a remake. They wanted a remaster, and that's what they're getting. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people. If we're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII, they wanted a remake, and that's what they're getting. It's they're changing a lot of stuff, and people are obviously already complaining about that. And it's like maybe you should ask for a remaster, not a remake. <laughs> Two different <But> things.
0: <laughs> the problem is a lot of people don't sort of know the difference. It, it's an interchangeable word. It's just so it's a buzzword for stuff. You know, that's it's a, a
1: good point. That is a good point. They are they do mean very different things if you go deep down go into it. Like Resident Evil, remake, Uh Resident Evil yeah. Remake, not not the um. See, here we go again with remaster, Not the PS4 version, but see, that's the thing. Resident Evil Remake, the original GameCube version is a re- is a remake. It is a full blown yeah. remake, definitely. Yeah. It's oh, built from the a PS4, yeah, yeah, new stuff. But the PS4 version is a remaster, which is actually what a remaster make? of a remake. I was
4: <laughs> gonna say it's a remaster remake.
1: A re- yeah, exactly. Rem- that's <laughs> a good- yeah. It's a port. Because <laughs> <a remaster>. yeah. <laughs> people keep saying it's a high. People keeps calling. I notice people call it a, a HD remake, but it's actually a HD remaster because they've That's just a, remastered the visuals.
0: Yeah, you know what? That's another one that comes up a lot as well. HD remake of stuff that was in HD already. It's, yeah, I, I know that wasn't, but there are games. That have HD already.
4: remastered, remastered remake.
0: It's like PS3 games. they go. <laughs> like, oh, it's a HD remake of this game. It's like no, no. It, 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 HD was a thing. You know, it's a. A very big thing. <laughs> yeah, kind of and, and in a way
2: I kinda of blame some uh journalists for that, for calling it that. Um
0: It's buzzwords, isn't it? It's
2: mm. Yeah, and a lot of journalists call it a remake and like you Mike said, it's an H D remake and it's like it's not a remake. Um so yeah, it, it it is confusing, but to me Crash Bandicoot is a remaster and I think it looks good. Um, obviously more of it, more footage would be great, but there's plenty of time for that. I mean, it's June. There's still E three before that, so um Yeah, um I could carry one way or another. I know my, my best friend is a huge Crash Bandicoot fan, so I know he's gonna eat it up, but I mean I might try it, but I don't see myself buying it on day one at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly going to buy it, that's for sure, yeah, so <laughs> this, this is the way I'm going to test it, and I'll be sure I'll be told that I should never, you know what, I'll probably end up liking it, that'll be me, that just be
1: <laughs> <laughs> That would be hilarious, the fact that you, you end up liking that game. <laughs> I like the fact that it's I, all, not
4: full it's, price as well.
1: Well, yeah, that would, I mean, that. And, was, I mean,
4: it's not as cheap as I was expecting, I was expecting $30, but thirty nine ninety nine. dollars 99 is at least still not 60
0: yeah. This is it. So Especially dude, considering I mean,
2: this is Activision. We charge full price for Marvel Ultimate oh,
0: Nothing man. about this whole thing screams <laughs> anything to do with Activision. I know the names on it, but yeah, yeah nothing about it says Activision. Mm, it's just apart from, apart from cash grabbing from old stuff. But
4: I mean if it was Activision it would literally have the same graphics as the PS one version, just re- and
1: be twice and as it. expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only difference it would be smooth. it'd be smooth.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it'd
1: literally be smoothed out literally all the jagged edges gone it was yeah Including the boxes remaster. that are
4: supposed to have jagged edges they'll be rounded instead
0: <laughs> Um also of course this week uh, talking of remakes or and remasters and all that uh, an actual remake is a final fantasy 7 remake which oh we saw screenshots ah, like that give yeah, it again. to me Give it to you. Give it to you right now.
4: <laughs> Literally just give me the screenshots
1: physically. <laughs> is that the first first screen, new screenshot we've seen in a year, over a year? Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. which
0: is troubling in a way. Yeah. That that's that's a very square Enix where it comes to their RPG department, which is like you've been waiting all year for some more on this, info on this game. Here's a screenshot.
1: Please yeah. be excited.
0: <laughs> which you yeah, know, cool. It looks like they're taking a lot of Final Fantasy fifteen on board and that's fine by me. You know, it's like, again, I can't summon that much enthusiasm because seven isn't the best. Final I, Fantasy I can. Seven isn't the you best, can. but
4: seven was my first.
0: So yes, and it is a lot, again like <laughs> band Bandicoot, It's a lot of people's firsts in a genre. It's my
1: first and only Final Fantasy. So if you can believe that,
4: go play nine. It's the best.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. I need go to play. play. I had ten. I got ten with my PS2 when I bought uh, uh actually my second PS2 I think because my first one broke or something and you know i it's i didn't dislike it at all i just never got around to playing it for some reason or another
4: anyone when, um, when their ps2 would die and then the way to fix it was just to turn it upside down
1: yeah <laughs> i didn't know that the time uh thanks though <laughs> um yeah i mean so sorry neil carry on i mean you're... no that's no, no,
0: right it was this is a more organic way of getting around the uh, conversation right. on it so good point
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, it looks great. I mean, I've seen. I'm actually looking at the screenshots now. Actually, um, they had Kingdom Hearts three in there as well. Um, yeah, you have got Guard Scorpion there, Barrett and Cloud. Um, a, a better look at the interface as well. You know, Was the it menus. They that,
4: haven't finished.
1: Yeah, they're still what? Yeah, they've they still,
0: like finished a lot, to be honest.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah they're probably. <laughs> yeah, um, so it, you know, it seems really cool. I mean, look, yeah, for, for the record, I don't because I'm not very experienced with Final Fantasy at all. In some of the other. RPGs like Kingdom Hearts. So I have no idea like what the battle system is adopting, what style. With so many different ones. The only battle system I know is what Final Fantasy 7 had, and that is a turn-based one, isn't it? This mm. will be uh, more
4: like 15.
1: 15. Now, what, what is 15? How do you describe 15? Fast-paced. In- action. Fast yeah. pace, more action, action RPG, yeah. if you will. I, I would call
2: it more action than RPG. Yeah.
1: Alright. But do you? is it like you wait your turn and no. attack? or you no. You actually no, 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 move... No. Your Ah, okay, so Final Fantasy 7 is like this where you move your character then, yeah? Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, see, that's quite, that's like, that's totally different to what I know from the original, so that's going to be quite interesting for me personally to see what they've done. In a way, that's kind of cool because, you know, it'd be nice to play it as someone who really loved the original has played it, like, many, many times and stuff, like, all the way through, beat the weapons, got all the gold chocobo, the full shebang, got the t-shirt, all that kind of stuff, you know, and play it. From, with a new battle system implemented that I'm not used to from, even if it's from another game like UBU. You, it's like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. It's in that, but I don't know that. So that would be quite... I think that's quite interesting to me. I, I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing how I kind of, like, absorb that new system, so I'm looking forward to that. But, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks great. The graphics look amazing. I just... I wish I just knew when they I mean, it was announced in 2015... And um, the last update, they said that it was still a long time coming. It's like, I, I'd be, I'd really be surprised if I really thought they would have had, w- what I mean, it's obviously in, in multiple parts. I would have thought they would have had one chapter out this year, you know, for the 20th anniversary, just in 2017. 30th, isn't it? It's the 30th anniversary. The seven well, well, is 20th. Final Fantasy seven. the actual oh, yeah. franchise, though. Yeah, the franchise is thirty, but for the Final Fantasy yeah, seven, 7 is the 20th, is 20th anniversary, yeah. Would it would thought, be
0: odd. Yeah. It would be odd yeah. if the year goes by and nothing has come out for it. Not yeah. so much as a demo or something. It's...
1: Yeah, it's likewise for Resident Evil 2 remake, you know. Resident Evil 2 is 20 years old next year. God, I just can't believe I'm even saying that seriously. Uh-huh. Um but um yeah. So it'd be nice if we had that out for next year. But right now, you know, we haven't seen anything on that at all. So you know, who knows. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. My interest hasn't waned, but I'm just I really don't know what the hell they're planning in terms of a release schedule with that. Yeah.
0: Um, Alfonso, what are, what are your feelings on the old Final Fantasy VII stuff?
3: Well, Final Fantasy VII has been the only Final Fantasy game i played. And like Mike said, you know, it's going yeah. on its 20th anniversary. Now, it's going to be 20 years, so I feel screening is going to put a lot of new mechanics and other stuff towards this game. And I'm looking forward to playing it since, you know, Final Fantasy Seven is the only one I only played. To me, in my perspective, it just makes sense to um, play the remake.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, most people are going to say that, that very thing. It's like, it's pretty much going to be the only RPG they've played uh, after all these years still, because uh, there is that audience that came in, had that whole PlayStation moment with the likes of Final Fantasy VII, you know, never touched the series again like yourselves. And, mm. you, know, I, you know, for me, I, I only did because I just liked the look of 8 afterwards. and 8 was great, and I carried on until about 10, and then, yeah, lost interest until 15, which was surprisingly very good, but uh, mm. without, with its flaws, it, I, I could quite get on board with the idea of 7 being more like 15, and, and you know, it's been long enough since I played it that I feel that it would be like playing it again new, mm. the new changes, so, yeah, it's good. I mean, it's I, I thought that would have Ready remake as well you know it was just enough years then for it to be a different experience even though it was the same people they changed it i'm, I'm hoping it isn't too big a gap to fill you know 20 years but mm. we shall see i mean nostalgia coats all and i think it's a very different approach to what they're doing with crash bandicoot where they as gary says they're very likely to go the just straight up let's make this look like a prettier version of the originals, That which you can't do with something like Final Fantasy because it's, it's just aged so badly on a mechanical level if you just apply different graphics. I think it, and people would go nuts if it was just that. Even if they say different, I think you need to update it and make it more appealing to modern audiences and you know, to get people back in all over again. Mm. Yeah. Gary, you're the last person to speak on this one. What are your feelings on the screenshot goodness and well, any worries about where the hell is it?
2: Uh, I am beyond stoked for it. I am very excited for this game. Um, the screenshots I think look fantastic. Um, the first gameplay video trailer that they released I thought looked fantastic. Um, I think combat-wise, I think it's going to have a mixture of both kind of like 15 did where it had the, the weight mode that you can play with if you want to. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be similar, but I think it's also going to be in a way where you'll still be able to run around with your character and like dodge missiles and attacks and stuff. But I still think there's going to be an ATB bar that you have to wait for it to fill up before you can choose your next attack. Um, that's what I think they're going to go with it. Uh, judging by how the interface looks, um, because if you're playing an action game like Final Fantasy 15, for example, if you have that combat system and you have, like, say, the materia system of Final Fantasy VII, I can't imagine the stress is going to put on the player having to go through, select what you want to do, select the materia, um, select the items you want to use, who you want to revive with your Phoenix down or heal while everything is moving at the same time in action-based combat. Yeah. I think it would just be too stressful. So I don't think they're going to do that with this game. Um, that That's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff that, that I think a lot of people missed about the information on these screenshots. Like uh, They said that the environments are going to be destructible, uh, which I think is really cool. Like um, mm-hmm. I'm reading an article here uh, where they said that uh, when they released these screenshots, the director said during the fight with the scorpion, the environments, uh, some parts of the environments will get destroyed. Covers will get destroyed, so you can't hide behind them. Um, I think that's really cool. Um, lots of cool changes they're ma- they're implementing. I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, I know some people are complaining that they're only showing off the the mock reactor, at the beginning of the game. I'm like, really, people? Like you're complaining that they're not showing you the world map right now?
0: Like the whole point of <laughs> <laughs> rem- remaking the game is that you know you're getting to do it all again for the first time why waste that on seeing screenshots at this point it's
1: mm, yeah but
2: and you got know, this is what square does they they tease a game for so long so freaking long every time and i think that's their fault because they announce their games way too soon in my opinion um yeah. like i i said before they never should have announced final fantasy 7 until after final fantasy 15 came out because I think it
4: took out a lot of excitement from fifteen. Um, but you talk about, you, about that, Gary. By the way, do you know that the person that was announced to direct it at the show didn't even know he was doing the project?
2: <laughs> basically, <laughs> well, after the good way to know what what, what your next project going to
4: be. I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically, from what he said, I was reading, I knew that. So basically, he was trying to get the seven remake to be made. Uh, but Square Enix kept turning it down and then, then they announced it on stage and he fu- literally phoned up after they got off the stage asking, I saw my name at the end, does that mean I'm doing the directing? It's like, yeah. So, like, oh.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I read that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's um uh, one of the two, it's either te- uh, yeah. Tetsuya Nomura or Yoshinori Kite- Kitase, I can't remember which one it was. It's so, yeah, Nomura, i rightly.
4: Alright. The original creator,
1: one of the
4: original creators is Seven. He's like, ah, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> See what I mean? Early announcements—it's terrible. Yeah, so yeah early, right. the people making it don't know that they're making it. <laughs> which,
0: yeah, which yeah. explains a lot about the previous delays. That we've
1: yeah, they could have probably <laughs> easily waited um, till the uh, PlayStation last PlayStation. It's time it was shown. Oh no, that was that year, wasn't it? Because that has been shown for over. Well, they the showed year? it in,
2: in December, and President Spears was in December, and I think it could have revealed it then. Yeah. Um, Go
0: I mean com- compare that to Nier or Tommaso, which I think is was about a year and a half ago that got revealed, and it's coming out soon, so it's like yeah. swiftness, boldness, I know a different kind of game, but still
1: hmm. it was nice to see um it was nice to see Resident Evil announced um and released quite quickly, though I remember waiting it seemed like years for the games when yeah, were- I
0: mean, yeah, again, that wasn't even a year. Bloody- that's yeah mad. like
1: bloody Coveronica. i remember that was announced in uh, 1998 in and it didn't come out until 2000
0: yeah um, and then it was like three came out very quick
1: after so, yeah yeah and,
0: yeah it's mad like that but there you go i, mean, I think
4: yeah. the reason why it got announced as early as it did was because people were pissed off at when they uh told everyone were announcing the remake remaster of Seven for ps4 and it was just the PC version ported yeah, over. Yeah, the
1: PC port. Yeah, that was at the PlayStation <laughs> Experience 2014. Yeah, but you'd be excited. <laughs> yeah, it was
4: like, oh, we've got the game, you've been waiting forever. It's there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, that was such a... That was a massive troll. that was. I still need to get the
4: platinum yeah. for that. Uh,
0: again, another one, by the way, that considering what it was, it should have come out a lot quicker than it did. <laughs> after yeah, the... I know, I know.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, because it. Yeah, because, what, what, they announced it, but yeah, it came out the same day, no, 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 wait, no, it came out a year afterwards, they announced it, it was announced yeah, at the PlayStation yeah, Series 2014, and they announced it, they said, oh, by the way, if you can't wait for new Final Fantasy Seven Remake stuff, the PS4 version of Final Fantasy Seven is actually down available to download today, <laughs> yeah, it was a year, a whole year.
0: It's like, what the hell, seriously? Yeah.
2: Yeah, but as far as uh, something playable, I think there will be something playable. I think it's going to be bundled with uh, Final Fantasy XII. I think they will do a demo similar to what they did with XV and Final Fantasy Type-0, where we had the demo a year before the game came out, and the demo plays completely differently from what the final product is going to be. And I think we'll get the same thing here, quite honestly. I think they will bundle something with that demo or with the Final Fantasy XII remaster.
0: Yeah. What is game. Yeah. Maybe that, that's why Kingdom Hearts is taking so long, you know. Maybe they just haven't told Disney they're making it yet.
2: Well if I was 12, I, think I think the whole Kingdom Hearts thing though, I think personally I think it's more of a licensing issue than yeah. anything else of why those games take so long. Come
0: on. I mean look at all the Disney stuff they they've managed to get out since Disney have acquired stuff like Star Wars and Marvel. It's like if if there's a problem, it's on Square's end, clearly.
2: But you have to understand, there's some things that they can't change or add about characters without permission. And I think that's what's causing a lot of problems with it, too, is like by the time a communication goes through, before Disney gets the approval from wherever they need to get approval from, um, of what they can change, what they can change, and it goes back to Square, and then they have to redo the designs. I think it takes a lot of time. Mm. I mean,
0: I do wonder, I if, uh, wait, sorry, just, I do wonder if they were waiting also on um, Activision dropping certain licenses as well, because I think that, yeah. that
2: might have. And, like, uh, what's it called? Uh, NetherRealm. I had a problem with when they were doing the first Injustice game, where okay. changing all of the characters' looks and and personalities uh, for some of them, they had to go through this huge, rigorous process with DC Comics to get approval for it. Um, so yeah,
0: um, but handily, I mean, you know, Warner Brothers published, so it wasn't too bad, I would imagine, for them. They could, they, they they were in, in with the right people for it, in that regard. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, to be fair, Kingdom Hearts has always taken forever, so even since the first game. It took well, a long to be
0: honest, time. yeah, the the first mm-hmm. game came out what fifteen years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. two thousand two.
0: Uh, I don't, it, kind of take, it It has taken an abnormally long time for the third one to go out. You know, honestly yeah, point. well, I
1: kept releasing all these spin-off titles and weird, it's like, like 0.2 like, or whatever the hell they were and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, it's, it's just like someone running a restaurant, they make one really good meal, and then they don't have the ingredients for it, so they keep just using what they have to make smaller versions of it. Hm. For years and years, and put off the fact that they don't know how to make what they made before. That's kind of how it starts to feel for me with that. It's like it's, it can't just be licensing with that. It's just, it's very, very strange that it's taking that long. Even, even with the Disney stuff it being involved, you know, just look at uh, as I said, just looking at other stuff Disney has licensed out to stuff that's just been gone done like that with different yeah. looks. I mean, the Spider-Man game. that it's a different costume to anything Spider-Man's worn straight away. So that's a character change and that's you know like that. I mean, we don't know when it's coming out yet, but still it's, it, it's a lot quicker than I'd imagine Kingdom Hearts will take anyway. Enough about all that nonsense. Um, (laughs) PS now has uh, got a few cutbacks this month, this week, I should say, or it's going too soon. Um, It will just be basically down to the PC and PS4 versions. So no v- so the Vita gets another nail, and it's never-ending nails in, in that coffin. Um, and other you know, TV formats, which is great, because I've just got a TV that could do PlayStation now, and now they won't have it. So that's that's splendid. Um, is it the start of the end of PS Now, or, or are they just being sensible, I'd say, is the question at hand. I, I personally think that it's just them making a sensible decision, game. Okay, well, rather than spread out over all these places, let's make lock it down to where it's working best, you know, which is our own console and PCs, places, things people have everywhere and are ready made for working with games. And I think yeah, I just think it was too fussy the way it was. And that you know, for the general public to understand and get get to grips with it's not one of those ideas that maybe came in a little too soon in a lot of ways. Um, Alfonso, what about you?
3: Um, well, I think Sony did this, you know, for the simple reason that they focus in more on the PS4 and PC. Mm. And my personal opinion I think is a bad move because I know a lot of people who to now don't have a PS4 or a PC that can that has the capabilities to run PS now. Usually, the people that I socialize with don't get the newer console until it's um until the cycle's is getting close to ending. Yeah. Um. Personally, for me, I use PS Now mostly on my Vita, and yes, I do have a PC that can use PS Now, but in terms of the Vita, the Vita is more portable than the PC is. Yeah, I mean, so, it's a huge
0: appeal in terms of the Vita especially. It's that you can just have the PS3 games on the go.
3: Yeah, exactly. So we don't know when they're going to cut it off. So I'm just going to keep I think using it's, my Vita. Is until it April? It does.
0: I, think, I, April. Think, I think it's April they're cutting it off, if I remember correctly. Oh,
3: I will keep using my
1: Vita until they cut it off. <laughs> I think it's August for um, August. <laughs> sorry,
0: August. Yeah, yeah I know something is, in, in,
1: something is end in April. I think it's like a line of TVs or something. What a, a specific like uh, two I think it's 2016 Bravia TVs or some, something weird like that. Well, actually, and then,
0: I, I was right. Um, partly right as well. It was the Bravias that were April. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, August 15th for the rest. So Which uh, means Vita, PlayStation 3, PlayStation TV, Samsung TVs, Bravias, and Blu-ray players will all now no longer. That's <laughs> but, a shame, because
4: my TV supports
0: it. Yeah, I just said, I, well, my old one did, but I never set it up for it. But now it's like, oh, I could do it now. Because, you know, stronger internet, better TV for it. And, no, uh, yeah, it's like, again, any time I've ever put PS now on as a service, it's... Uh, no matter what strength I have, it has never been very stable for me. But uh, I've had some so,
4: games that are really stable and some that are really bad. It's,
0: yeah, it's but it speech. doesn't make sense which for me. I think yeah. I've had I've had big games work just fine, and I've had smaller games just jump and skip and crash, no problem. You know, <laughs> odd oddness. Um, mm. Yeah, who else was on? Um, blah, 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 blah. Gary. You're a user of PS Now. I, I am I... a huge
2: user of PS Now, and I'm very disappointed. Very, very disappointed. Um, I don't think it's a good move in any way uh, to get rid of it from any of those things, because um, PlayStation Now was kind of built and promised to be this kind of next step into the future of PlayStation, where you know, they promised eventually PlayStation Now is going to have... PlayStation one games and PlayStation two games. And eventually down the line, it's going to have PlayStation four games. Um, And I think that was going to be like the perfect thing for them where maybe not the next generation, but the generation after that, they won't even need to build a new console. They can just have this app pretty much that plays all these amazing games. Um, Mm. And now that's not going to happen because, okay, sure you have the PC and that's fun and all, but I think the great thing about PlayStation now was the fact that I don't have to hug my PlayStation 4 to my friend's house to play a certain game. Um, yeah. And I didn't need to do that with PlayStation. I can just, oh, I can play it on my Vita when I'm on an airplane or on a train traveling somewhere. I can play whatever PlayStation 3 games I wanted. I can go to my friend's house, log into his uh, TV with my PlayStation account and play whatever games I wanted. From PlayStation now, now I can't do that. <clears throat> and you know, obviously, people are like, "Oh, you can just hook up your monitor to your TV." It's like I don't want to do that. What's the point of doing that? That's like three extra things I have to do when I could have just done it yeah. straight from the TV.
0: It just cuts the convenience out. Yeah, you might as well just buy a PS3 and have games. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
2: but to me, it just it, it kills the point. Like, sure, the PlayStation Four uh, is the system that most people have that are going to use PlayStation now. But if you're using PlayStation Now on your PS4 more than you're playing PlayStation 4 games, what the hell did you buy a PS4 for? Mm.
0: Uh,
2: that that's my big thing with with PlayStation Now. Like, yeah, I use it, PlayStation Now on my PS4, but mostly when my friends are over and we want to play some sort of fun party games that the PlayStation 4 doesn't have. Yeah. You know, PlayStation Now has a lot of those games that we can just play co-op, couch co-op all the time with. Um, but other than that, PlayStation Now for me, I mostly used on my Vita. And sometimes on my laptop when I'm at work. Um, And you're taking a lot of that away from me. And it kind of really hurts the consumer personally that you're doing that because you promised all these things. Now you're taking it away. And I think one of the biggest problems is the, the pricing to this day is still too high for it.
0: Yeah, again, not uh, something Sony are very bad at with a lot of things, and <laughs> still. Yeah, to this I, day.
2: I understand you had the price, you know, twenty dollars a month when it first started, and in my opinion, that was acceptable because it's something new. You need to build money off of it first, but two years later, I think it's been two years since Play- PlayStation now came out. Yeah, it was and- twenty
0: fourteen originally, and then twenty fifteen when it launched full.
2: Yep. Yeah. And it's still that price. And sure, you every end of the year during the holiday, you're like, "Oh, we have the special deal for a hundred dollars. You can get a year subscription. That's a great deal. I always buy that deal."
4: Yeah. But
2: not everybody's going to fork over a hundred dollars straight off the bat during Christmas time. Well, this presents is it.
0: For and and now will people think even less of doing such a thing when you know? Oh, look, they're already cutting things off. Is it worth doing it for a year, not knowing if I'm going to get a year's worth out of it?
2: Yeah, and I I can see them doing it for, like, Samsung TVs and stuff, but why would you cut it from your own Sony TVs? Why would you cut it from your own handheld? Like, if it's a Sony hardware, it should probably run Sony software. Um,
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Again, this is Sony and their history of anything that doesn't succeed exactly like they want it to. They tend to just go, oh, we've given it our best shot, bye, and that's it. Um, mm. But isn't a main console anyway? At least it's like they did it to a degree with the PSP. They did it with the Vita. Uh, the Vita and the memory card thing, of course, brought up the price problem again. Something they never bothered changing to this day. To this it's day, they, they pretty much killed the whole system off, and it's not getting anything you know, big and new. It, they're still insisting that no, you you've got to pay shitloads of money for memory cards. <laughs> it's like, I mean, to the point where. Looking to trade mine in, that the uh, memory card is worth like a third of the value of the PS Vita <laughs> in in selling it, which is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it's worrying. Yes, that they are cutting stuff in one way, and yes, I still think that is just because it's not making them as much money as they want. But if they were to put the price down, it would probably help because, as we said, people don't necessarily have the internet. You know, not the strength necessarily being a problem, but the uh, consistency of connection It's like, you know, I have very high strength, you know, a great internet in a lot of ways, but consistency of that connection, not so much. So it should in theory be very useful for me, but it's not because mm. of that. So certainly you have got to think like that, that not everybody has the high, the high end of this, high end that and, I don't know. Yeah, it's what it is. Yeah, go
2: on. You also have to think as Sony is like you have to know that you're not going to get EA games on there because EA has their own service, so don't even bother there. Activision is going to probably want too much money, so that's out of the question. Um, there's there's so many studios that are just you know are not going to be on board with PlayStation now because they're doing their own thing. Yeah. that's the same thing. Like, I'm surprised Ubisoft even has their Assassin's Creed games on there, but since Assassin's Creed games, they haven't put anything else from Ubisoft on PlayStation now. Um, because, again, they have their own service. Why would they want their games on a different service when they have their own and they can reap all the profits from it? You know, it's charging that high of a price a month for a service that's going to have you know the lower end games that most people probably don't want to play is just asking too much. Yeah. Well, sure. You have Capcom who's on board. They add a lot of games on there. Koei Tecmo adds a lot of games on there. Um, Namco adds a lot of games. The Japanese companies are always on board with Sony. They're always they're they're, they're so tight, tightly knit together. Yeah. Over that it, it helps them. Well, it's but,
0: definitely, it's definitely Sony's biggest strength you know, overall, is is having that Japanese connection is where Microsoft probably suffered this generation very much is that they don't have that pool of developers and publishers to go to because Sony have got it wrapped up.
2: Yeah, and you also have to know that PlayStation Now doesn't support online play. So even if they got, like, Battlefield or Call of Duty, you're only getting the single player. You're not going to go online and play multiplayer from there, so why would you fork over so much money for that?
1: It just doesn't? things I think. So
2: somebody... no, it doesn't support online multiplayer. Oh
1: well. On uh, none of the games, backwards there's, backwards
2: there's the same on every stuff. game description that says does not support multiplayer.
4: Oh yeah.
0: well. Yeah, you're yeah. probably thinking of the Xbox One, which has the uh, backwards compatibility, which does still have yeah. the yeah uh, you know, multiplayer stuff again. So yeah, a shame. You know, not long after Red Dead Redemption like got added to it as well, and it's. <laughs> Obviously, they have still got plans for it. You know, they're still adding stuff to it. But maybe they're rethinking their strategy a little. Who knows, Mike? What do you reckon on that one?
1: Um, well, I don't use. I haven't used PlayStation now at all because my internet is so crap. It'd be like trying to like jumpstart an old banger. To be honest, it'd just be you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that ain't gonna work. But um, I actually. I know a few people who use it uh p s apart from you guys there's one guy, my mate Steven uses it on the p s v to all the time, so he's going to be really upset about this and like uh like Gary says, i can't you know I can't quite understand why they're doing this, I mean, just like he said, I thought their whole aim was to provide this was wow. going to be, like, a future-proof kind of, like, ecosystem where they're going to have all these devices and they're connected and stuff, and you can, you know, have it on. It's not just limited to PS4 and PC. You can have it on, like, you know, like it was, all these TVs on PS. I mean, PS Vita in particular, that was a massive – I can imagine that being a massive um, selling point for Vita, yeah. like, um, for many people. And it's, like, it just seems so – it just seems a waste that they're kind of limit, limiting it so soon. I mean, it's only it hasn't two years isn't for that kind of thing isn't really that long. I'm kind of I'm a bit surprised that they're you know it's like I just think they're killing that kind of functionality too soon because people you know not everyone's going to have not not everyone is going to have a PS4 necessarily doing that. I mean, this way they could have attracted people who were not perhaps hardcore gamers, but I thought oh you know I can play PS3 games on my TV. I think I might go in for that kind of thing. You know, I just think it had a broader appeal. And by doing this, they're limiting it. They're limiting it, and I I just—I don't know. I'm kind of surprised actually. I mean, I don't even use it, and I'm I'm actually quite upset because I can, especially for the Vita, like I I said, I can totally see the appeal of that. And um, you know, like you know, I know people who have got it and use it a hell of a lot. Literally, my mate uh, only uses PS3 games on the Vita. You know, he doesn't have a PS3 at all. So it's people like you know, people like him are going to be pretty you know, shit out of luck really. So it's a shame.
0: It's a shame. In fairness yeah you probably thought that ps now might actually help the vita a bit and i don't think it has the way they've hoped all and, right and let's be fair vita isn't going up in numbers very much these days it, it's a console on the way out and you can understand why they they'd go with that and ps3 that they think well why why support it when you put oh yeah you know, the majority of our audience is clearly on ps4 it's and then the next best thing, probably. I would imagine numbers they looked at and went well. The PC as well, probably doing well now, and because you know there'll so be people that wanting to play PS3 exclusives mm. on a PC. So yeah, it it makes a lot of sense in that regard that they would ditch Vita at this point because why not everything else ditch Vita in the last two yeah, that's true. years? Well, they,
1: so. They've been terrible to Vita. I think so are. Yeah. They just it's been an absolute waste. They, I, I didn't support it well at all. It's just such a shame. It had so much potential. It yeah, it's sucks.
2: like it's like Sony is trying to kill the Vita off, but yet third-party publishers are keeping it alive themselves.
0: Yeah, and in Japan, yeah. and, Japan and, and is India. still doing well. Uh, you know, well enough in Japan that it. it yeah,
1: it's like the PSP it alive. Yeah, it's.
0: Yeah.
1: So the yeah. PSP PSP at least had. It still sold what was it, like 50, 60 million units and it did it still got a lot of really good support. You had exclusive at the time, you had the exclusive GTAs, you had a Gran Turismo, you had siphon filter, you had um uh, there wasn't an exclusive Resident Evil, uh, Oh god, what, else, what other game you know, you know you know what I mean God of War. Yeah, God of and War, Silent Hill, yeah, Silent War, Hill, yeah. You had all those great games. I mean Vita didn't get half those things at all, you know. I mean, they got a, they got some really good stuff. But we didn't get. They didn't follow up on it, Like um, Tearaway, which is great. But you know, obviously that came the PS4. You know, they never followed up with that. Same you with had, gravity um, rush as well. Yeah. Yeah, Gravity Rush. You had um, Call of, You know, you had exclusive Call of Duty, which was a load of rubbish, from what I um, remember. I never played it because it was meant to be so bad. Um, but obviously, you know, you had Killzone Mercenary, which I liked. But you know, there just wasn't enough of that kind of stuff. But anyway, sorry. You know, that's a whole other topic. You know, the whole yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah, I mean. it's...
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> We, think this, the thing of the Vita has just had its fifth birthday as well, which is amazing that it is still alive to that degree. But uh,
1: Yeah, true, yeah. Oh, God, I mean, yeah, it's um, five years. Yeah. Wow. I think it was
0: last week, I think, wasn't it?
1: Oh, my I can't yeah. believe that.
2: God. Blimey. That thing is, I, I haven't seen a Vita on store shelves
1: in two years.
0: No, so, no, no. I, I mean I personally I have. I've never seen one. <laughs> I, I mean, I've run out of things to play on it now at this point. So my yeah.
1: Vita, my Vita has been for a long time now, I and mean, this isn't a bad thing. It's just my PS One now. I just play all my old classic Resident Evil yep. e- yeah, games. Yeah, it. I, I don't care if I only use it for that for the rest of my life. I don't care. It's still worth it for that. It's a great little thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I pretty much just thought, well, wow, I could do that on the PS Three. Oh yeah, yeah
4: I've so. got all my Five games on my Vita.
1: Having said that, I started Final Fantasy VII on it two years ago and still haven't finished.
4: Don't worry, I still haven't finished my, the Seven remake on PS4. Oh, There's
1: okay. only one
4: trophy that I don't have and I just can't be bothered going through the whole game for just one trophy.
1: What one is it, out of interest? Uh,
4: Date Barrett. Date Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> that Barrett! I, I like that. I found that quite funny, but the fact that I've got to do certain things for it to trigger and means that if I don't do it, I'll have to replay the game all over again, which... As much as I love the game, I don't really want to play the game just bit for a trophy. If that's you know what I mean, if I am playing it, I am playing it for fun, not just following a guide, having to do certain things in a certain way to actually have it yeah. happen.
0: It always dilutes the experience somewhat yeah. when you have to do. it so. But hey ho, anyway, that's that's probably enough talk about that. A good chat there though about all that. um What else have we got? We were talking about what Sony are bad at. Um, what Sony are good at, and we did briefly touch upon it in that, is uh, getting the uh, Japanese market in and uh, having those developers and publishers to work with them on stuff that doesn't come out anywhere else, or PC at the very least, not uh, the most, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> a quick perusal at the uh, current best games of this year. Um, you have a lot of Sony ones, or... You know, console or platform exclusive games uh, already, and you consider the uh, the highest uh, Xbox game currently is Halo Wars Two, on I think uh, averages seventy nine. But uh, above that, you have the likes of Gravity Rush Two, and you have Hatsune Miku, uh, Yakuza Zero, and Neo, and of course, you know, the talk seems to be that Horizon will probably join that. lot And it, you know, we're in February. And most of the top 10 games of the year are already PlayStation exclusive in some way. Yeah. But is it the best year PS4 has had already, you know, in terms of exclusive? I mean, I know we haven't got all the way there yet, but, just the, you know, Neo and Yakuza 0 alone have been so well received. And Horizon comes out and does well as well. that's By the time we get to March, that's three really popular games, you know, probably three of the top five games of the year already Will be Sony exclusives. I mean, considering how poor the start was, you know, for the console, it's amazing how great it has become, and how you know the supposed slew of Xbox exclusives at the time have pretty much dried up now, and yeah. they're, they're obviously planning stuff. Oh, well, you know said. what they
4: said when PS4 was launched? Greatness awaits eventually it's in a few more yeah, years.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and it really has. I mean, yeah. there's probably more in this first two months than in the first whole year, I think, in terms of really, really good, exclusive stuff. So, yeah. yeah.
2: And it's it's a genius move by Sony.
0: It really is. They, they've tapped into True. what made them popular in the first place, I think, as well.
2: Well, is that, and release all these big games during the dry season when nobody else is releasing games. Maximize your own offense. I think it's brilliant. Oh. Why release, you know... God of War or Horizon Zero Dawn during Christmas time, when everybody's buying Call of Duty and Battlefield.
0: Yeah, and I think people got so distracted by the idea of, oh, so we haven't got anything out for Christmas. They're do, you know, they're, they're making a bad decision. They're making a bad decision, but they're not because they're putting their games out unopposed. You know, at yep. different yep. time of the year and making their money, and it clearly worked because it worked for Uncharted last year. Yeah, uh, it was not caught up in a whole slew of other games, so it got reviewed on its own merit. It
4: worked
0: for yeah. until dawn as well. <clears throat> yeah, until dawn. You know, even though it got very little public you know, praise, it in terms of uh, sorry public uh, appearance and same with Ratchet and Clank, it's, it's, they came out at times where you know, it's like, oh, okay, there you go. It word of mouth will do the job. And
1: yeah, yeah. Ratchet and Clank was a good a success story as well, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, just again, despite no publicity really from Sony about yeah.
1: it, and, yeah, about the film that was quite and, uh, quite exciting being
0: tied to that movie yes it's uh interesting but yeah amazing that they're doing so well. i i'm generally impressed um I, it sounds like you guys agree on that one
1: yeah it's um yeah. well i think as well um apart from what they're doing you know like you said this release um strategy is definitely probably the best it's been in a long time certainly better than the ps3 era um if they um they don't really is apart from that they don't seem to have that much competition this year as well. I mean I'm an Xbox gamer as well. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna be completely obviously biased and stuff. But you know it, I think you know Microsoft uh, they don't really seem to have that many big games coming out this year, do they? It seems does seem to have dried up and they've lost a lot of the games. Uh, yeah. What was that, that one was cancelled? I can't remember what the name no, of it. Scale uh, scale 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 is. yeah, scale down. That's the
4: Something. The Phantom Dust kind of got. It's coming out. It's not really. It's yeah.
1: just a remaster of the first game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean you've got Halo Wars two, but you know, apart from that there doesn't there doesn't seem you know, you certainly don't have anything rivaling the likes of um uh up there with like Horizon, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, you know, God of yeah, like, War, all that it, kind of stuff. I
0: it. say it's not even just that, it's the fact that Sony are going with variety. Mm. Not just you yeah, know, yeah, but you know, Gravity Rush Two is An exclusive, very much unlike the sort of thing you would normally get from, say, an Xbox console. It's in fact very much closer to something you would get on a Nintendo console, or or in the you know early two thousand Sega sort of thing, or a PS two. It, as I said, they have remembered exactly what made the PS two popular. The sort of games that it wasn't just the big Western releases and stuff like that. It was the Japanese games that were slightly off kilter, but. So, I mean, look at Accusa Zero, a series that has done all right in the past, but because of the age of social media and the, and the PS share button, it has become very popular online with people because mm-hmm. they so can share. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That they re the old games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they literally
0: yeah. the, re-released the old games. That just, I mean, Sega will take that as a positive, I hope, now, and actually... Uh, they already, of course, had uh, six and Kiwami out this year, but uh, this year, so cool. It it shows that those sort of games can still be appreciated in this day and age.
4: You know, I want to say in a way. Imagine if this was Microsoft and just said, "Imagine if the uh, I don't know." I'll go with the people who make Gears of War. Said, "Okay, we want to go and make a prehistoric game." with giant mechanical robots and an open-world RPG that we've never done before, <laughs> Horizon Guerrilla Games. Imagine what Microsoft would respond if they said, they asked if they could do that, do something that they've never really touched before. <laughs> They'd probably be yeah. shut down straight away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sony they, gives... Once they released, once they're almost released, then they'll shut down.
1: Yeah, I think, I think Sony are ob- more certainly open to... Um taking risks and giving like to their first party studios a lot of creative freedom you can't knock them for that because they definitely do they're definitely behind whatever they're going to do you know whatever these studios want to do like horizon you know um horizon uh guerrilla games they want to say oh, well we want to do this completely different to kill so it's like yeah go ahead you know they don't you know they they're backing it all
0: yeah same, so with same event with days gone same yeah uh, sucker punch are doing the something new as well and
1: yeah
4: See, everyone brings up Last of Us, but in some ways, I can see some sort of connection with Uncharted. Not a huge one, but it's still a third-person shooter. Yeah, I mean, thematically
0: it's different, but yes, the core of it is very much the same game. I agree. Yes, it does have that to it.
1: To be honest, I think Naughty Naughty Dog could probably turn around and say, "We're going to do, we're going to do a game about scooping up dog crap," and they probably give it the green light (laughs) because it's Naughty. They already (laughs) made Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) Oh, but they can't get green light because
4: they're being shut down. (laughs) Hey. <laughs> well, it's been shut
1: down. Shall
4: we say? <laughs> I also think there
2: should be some credit given to Sony on the fact that they're willing to fork over their own cash to fund a game.
0: Mm.
2: Um, but it's like what what they did with Street Fighter Five. You know, they funded that game pretty much because
1: Capcom apparently didn't have
0: the money to do it.
1: Yeah, um, really?
0: Yeah, that, that, that's why it's oh, not wow. exclusive.
1: I, did, I actually did not know that. I just thought Sony said, hey, we want this, please. Take lo- take loads of money. And Capcom were like, okay.
4: <laughs> no, Capcom had said before that they weren't able to fund another Street Fighter game. Uh, wow. And then Sony came in and said, there you go, here's a barrel of money.
0: And then they came back and said, <laughs> well, have you finished yet? No. Um, we've got, like, this many characters. There's no online mode. And the story is missing. <laughs> it's like, so
1: so <laughs> it's like, then, we might need more money. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, how can sorry? How can I forget? Then <coughs> I mean, move free. Yeah, I mean yeah. they yeah. are. They are to some extent. They are to some extent backing that and funding that game. They they allowed Suzuki to announce it at their their press conference and everything. They you know did the countdown thing, kicked you know, launched it on Kickstarter. You know they are involved in that in, in some capacity. So I mean that's pretty much the um, the ultimate kind of. I mean that's like you know he hasn't been able to do mm-hmm. that game in fifteen years. You know. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. you know, I love them for that alone, man. Because <laughs> I've been waiting on that game ever since the second one wrapped.
0: I mean, yeah, you just have to look at The Last Guardian, despite all its troubles. You know. Yeah, and The Last they Guardian, still, yeah. they stuck, They stuck by it. They let it release. And, you know, yeah, it got criticism, at, but it also has lots of fans and lots of people mm. who absolutely adore it. As yes. a game Because, again, it is very much like the games that people grew up with. Yes. Yes. That is literally what people want: modern versions of what they once played. You know, like, get that heart back into their games, and a lot yes. of games have that in a way with the big games because they are just very much about, let's go shoot that, and that's it. And there's very little oomph behind it. There's little, ch- very little charm. It, it's no surprise that games like Nukusa are popular this year because they have that quirky offbeat nonsense that you can share around and go look at this, look at the shit in this game it's hilarious, it's brilliant That more games need to do it and Sony are willing to back that they may not back it with advertising necessarily with all of them uh, though I think they've learned their lesson a little bit on that now and will probably back game I mean Gravity Rush 2 they did back it a little more than they did say back Until Dawn or Ratchet and Clank but
4: some ways you can't really go at them for that because there's so many games that they're making if they advertise everything
0: yeah. I, mean, I mean that's the mad thing isn't it i mean and again going back further when you think at the beginning when they didn't have so many things ready for the ps4 securing all that indie and stuff was a, a good move because it, it filled the library while they had very little to go on and it means that now that they've got a huge library of games whether, you know, quality be damned. It's still a very big library for a console that is not even a few years old. It's
2: yeah, yeah, fantastic. Even, even look at like Neo, um, which is my game of the year right now. It's one of the highest rated PlayStation Four games ever mm. at the moment, and we probably wouldn't have even had that game if it wasn't for Sony because they went and published it in North America. Um, that easily could have been a Japanese only game, but. Sony yeah. decided, "Hey, we'll publish it outside of Japan, and they put a lot of marketing behind it at the very last moment um and again, like you said, word of mouth got around about that game, like how many people cared about that game going into its release up until you know the last two demos or the betas that came out? Everybody mm-hmm. started going crazy over it um and now I see advertisements everywhere for it it's and it was the second highest selling game on. Uh, for January, or f- what, what was the MPD's? I think it was number two behind Resident Evil. Yeah, seven. I yeah think it was. Cool.
1: Yeah, despite coming out later. Very it? Late.
0: yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I just got to say woo for Resident Evil Seven, <laughs> making <it> number one <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> again. You
1: know, I know not related to what
0: we're talking about so much, but you know, another good game of the in this year. And <laughs> like, you know, say to have all that on the PlayStation, just and though I'll probably wanted to talk about it but they just reviewed um a game an indie game called Semispheres which is currently a console exclusive on PlayStation Until I think the second half of the year and yeah small indie puzzle game that's very clever very inventive and yeah you know, it's nice that it gets its first chance on PlayStation and again there's quite a few indies that get that it's uh, it's it's that balance i think of having indie games middle tier games and you know your big budget ones I mean, if Horizon does what it could do, then you know, Sony suddenly have someone who can match Santa Monica and Naughty Dog in terms of being you know big heavyweight name. Because you know, as much as Gorilla have done very pretty games, they are not one of Sony's heavyweights really at this point, where Killzone is concerned. Because none of the Killzone games have really lived up to what they could have been. So yeah. it it would be good if they could actually get that and join that club. A great Sony bunch, you know, that great Sony bunch. And, and we're the, just
2: starting like first two months of the year and yeah. what we already have. Like we still have God of War probably will release at the end of this year, maybe start of next year.
0: Yeah, I mean this is, it would so probably just say, Nah, put it out in January. Why not? <laughs> it's like
4: yeah. of God of War's always been March. So I expect March.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah it's yeah. mostly been March, so I have a feeling it might come out next year too. Yeah. I mean, well, can you imagine if
2: they release, like, God of War in March, and then in, like, June we got Last of Us 2, um, they, they'll just kill everything.
0: Yeah, plus the, yeah, yeah the, plus the Uncharted DLC, you know.
1: Yeah, but I don't think... The... the Last of Us 2 is not going to be out until 2019, probably. Oh, no, definitely not, no. Yeah, well, that's going to be a long... That's a long way I off I don't that know, is, that definitely...
4: seems a bit too far away.
1: No, really, it's not. I've been listening to a few podcasts, but I reckon it that that game is definitely in the early stages of development it really won't be out for a long time i reckon i hope you're right ben don't get me wrong i, I, <laughs> I,
4: just, I don't know it, it, it might it, i think we'll see it next year i really do cuz that would be a bit too too long for naughty dog they seem to have a a good
0: yeah i mean just here's a point for you just next week um in the week that microsoft's only big exclusive comes out yeah. Um, Sony have in the same week out on their console exclusively, obviously PC versions of these games too. In some cases, Night in the Woods, Berserk, the Psychonauts VR game, and I believe they've got uh, oh, Malicious Fallen as well. So four exclusive games. And out, Horizon. Yeah. Horizon. Oh, and, uh, Horizon yeah. the week after. Yeah, and then Horizon the week after. In the, the time where Xbox are releasing one of their tentpole games, and it's like. Even then, I don't know, obviously these aren't the biggest games bar Horizon, but still you know, healthy, really, really healthy that they could be putting out four games that you won't get on a Microsoft console or even a Nintendo console. And it, it's splendid. It's smart strategy, just loading it up. And then, you know, okay. later, you go into next month, as you said, Horizon's there. You have Nier as well, and, which is also an exclusive. It just goes on and on. It's and I think Kingdom Hearts is later that month as well. The uh, remasters and then Persona is after that, and and Dragon Quest Heroes I believe is exclusive as well. Yeah, that is. So yeah, Dragon
2: Quest Eight or Eleven. Sorry, yeah, it's not exclusive to PS4, but it's not coming out on Xbox. Hmm. It's coming out on the Switch and.
0: PS4 and <laughs> the 3DS. Yeah, I, I'm just chuckling here because I was just going for this police schedule and uh, Open Critic and Scalebound still there. So,
4: mm-hmm. Well, maybe right, Scalebound right, is going to come my... out. Maybe.
0: Do you know what game it's above? What? Dead Island 2. Hey, <laughs> i played Dead Island 2. <laughs> it doesn't stop it on. not coming out.
4: What do you say, Afonso? It ain't
0: coming out. It ain't right, coming I out. Another... Oh, okay. so, I just I think it's
2: amazing that you have a company like Square Enix who would rather release a game on a just announced console, um that who knows what's gonna happen with it mm. rather than release their game on the Xbox One. <laughs> yep. Crazy. You
0: know, that's just that's just, going, just with the, going where the money how much faith they have with, yeah. well, That's it and now Sony we'll have the market share to back it up. It's like it's easier for them to get that. But yeah um Alfonso, do you wanna chime in on that?
3: In terms of what?
0: In terms of uh, you know, Sony's strategy in terms of exclusives and how you feel. Oh,
3: well, um, I think they're doing a good job the way they're doing it. Um, examples like we mentioned, um, Uncharted Four and, and Horizon that's soon about to come out. Um Uncharted Four was supposed to be released last year, November and they pushed it back because to me I feel that's a bad month to release that, um, that type Definitely. of game, knowing that that's mostly the month for shooters, and they pushed it back in into you know May. And look, it made like two point something million in its first week. So, yeah. based off of um, Horizon, which was also supposed to come out in May last year, and they pushed it back, now it's coming in February. Imagine how much that's going to make, knowing that it's the first in the series. So, and I think that's going to hold us down into whatever Sony decides to release the next big game, or yeah. you know reveal the next big game so i'm not worried i, I think sony has this year one for 2017
0: yeah i mean the people yep. have, will say that oh what is Sony going to do in response to scorpio and stuff it's like well they're doing it they, they've got a console that's got a steady stream of games and that's that's all you need i mean if microsoft can't solve that problem what's the point in the scorpio at that point it's
1: because it the switch as well if you think about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean
0: christ yeah switch but you know the switch you know you again you'll get certain set of games that will be of a high quality. So yeah. like you can't you can't even say that with the exclusives anymore for Microsoft. No. It's like yeah, you know I mean
2: Yeah and you have to think like with the Switch coming in now and obviously the Scorpio's coming out probably in the fall, like how much is that gonna help Microsoft and even Nintendo where Nintendo's gonna have Mario come out in the fall. Um you know that's gonna be massive, Mario always is um they're probably going to have Smash Brothers come out in fall, the, a port for from the Wii U version. Um, they're probably going to have the the obviously Dragon Quest XI is scheduled for this year, um, yeah. For for the fall, like the only thing I see Microsoft being able to succeed with the Scorpio, obviously they're going to have Crackdown Three is probably going to be a launch title for yeah. the Scorpio.
0: It's looking like it, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, the, you know they have Sea of Thieves, which looks interesting. Don't get me wrong; it, it does look good, but it looks boring as hell if you're playing by yourself. So looks, I don't see that I mean, being a single-player game.
0: Yeah, and, then, and I think it's on too high a pedestal for what it is. I think it's like it is like the sort of thing Sony is sort of backing, uh, like ten of you know, in terms of exclusives. The, the the big yeah, tier stuff. The thing is, that
4: that's I mean, because it's. it's Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the thing is though, though it is a rare game, it's not really rare because 90% no. of rare has already left rare. It's a husk yeah, see, of rare game. That, that's exactly what I was about to say, is like because it has
2: rare's name in the game, people still think rare as like the greatest video game company ever. They oh haven't my, been good yeah. since 64. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, they <laughs> haven't. Um, and people should stop taking them into such high regards. Um, but other than those two, what really do they have coming out? Like, okay, Forza is probably going to come out, because that's the year you Um But well, are they course. really going to announce a new Halo coming out for the Scorpio?
4: Of course. It's um, the, the Gears of War probably uh, as well. You can probably just make a really list of all the same games that they release every time.
0: I think I get the feeling they may have something to do with Valve. Uh, and uh making a game half, together half life three confirmed not half life <laughs> more likely left 4 dead 3 if you're going to get anything i just think that's the only way they get a big game that they don't have to make themselves
4: left for dead four because they're skipping free. Because, yeah i mean that is microsoft's
0: <laughs> problem compared to sony so sony studios know how to make games and and microsoft pretty much doing a bit too gun for hire with what they do now and it's like the people making their big franchises, franchises aren't the people that made the big franchises to begin with. And, you know, Gears is made by a different team. Halo is made by a different team. It's literally, I think, literally Forza. they still the only one made by the original bunch. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's
2: yeah see, like, like,
0: they're they're
2: going to go to E3 and they're going to mostly talk about the Scorpio. I think that's a guarantee at this point. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, what else do they have to talk about?
2: This yeah um, that's, <laughs> i think what's going to hurt them the most at e3 sure they're going to announce all these amazing things about the scorpio it's the most powerful it can do this and that that's cool and all but i think sony has proven at this point that people care more about the software than the hardware um and microsoft really needs the software and as far as their first party studios are going they're not really doing much of anything exciting like sony's doing all these brand-new IPs that we've already seen, and even when they're not new IPs, they're reinventing their old ones Mm. uh, and making them even better. Um, Microsoft really needs to do something huge, and I know the Scorpio is going to be huge uh, depending on what the system is going to do, obviously. I think, personally, it's going to be the system they wanted to release in the first place, which is the all-online thing, and, and... as far as much as they want to say it's not going to and as much as people don't want to believe it, I think I do 100% believe that system is going to have exclusive games. Um, yeah. And Crackdown is going to be the first one.
0: It's like, if, if you're going to have the same games and they just perform a little better, what's the point? really at that point. Yeah, Sony had done it with Yeah, what's
2: the point Pro. of having super uber-powerful console where nobody can utilize all that power?
0: Like, yeah, why make a whole different console if you're not going to have games exclusive to it?
4: It's over 9000!
0: Like, otherwise, you might just admit it, alright, we're just making our own, own PS4 Pro type thing, and it just happens to be more powerful than that, and... But, yeah, it's like, it's odd in some ways, but you get why it's a last throw of the dice sort of thing with we've got a lot of money to throw at this, so we can keep going. And this is it. Microsoft can keep doing it in a lot of ways, but they'll just keep throwing money at the problem until it writes itself. And like I said before on this very podcast, I don't think that any other company would have got away with it this long. So what
4: you're saying is the Scorpio in Dragon Ball Z terms is probably Goku and Super Saiyan 3. Really overpowered, but still slightly useless. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah, pretty much. Like don't get me wrong, Scorpio and Microsoft can completely blow my mind at E3. Like,
0: yeah, no, they they could. Like, yeah, they got. they got the insane. money to do. Like, it.
2: They can announce something insane, like a partnership with Valve, and all of a sudden Steam is on Scorpio, and you can play all your Steam games on the Scorpio. It's mm. going to be a massive game changer. You know, oh,
0: well, huge. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> it, it does kind of hint that they're heading that way. You yeah.
2: um, know, or you know, wink with their Windows Store, and all your Windows games can be played on that. But mm. it can it can do it can be a huge game changer. Obviously, they're still talking about the cloud. I haven't really seen anybody utilize
4: the cloud thing yet. So the cloud, we'll the cloud's out. so
0: powerful they still haven't been able to get Crackdown free out. <laughs>
4: well, they're working on Windows Cloud, aren't they? Where you don't have to download Windows; you just use the cloud version or something like that. Uh, I remember hearing about do, that.
0: Windows, yeah, considering the, the problems they have with Windows, that seems a bit odd. Anyway. I think we're talking about that a little too long on the older Xbox front, um, <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see how the year goes in that regard. Uh, how both companies will approach E3 in a post Nintendo Switch world, and you know, especially if the Switch does really do very well, uh, yeah. which I think
4: and switch things up.
0: Yes, and switch things up. That could put Microsoft in the number three position, uh, which would be the first for them. And they went not since uh, the Xbox One, the Xbox, Xbox days, and they don't want to be that. They really don't, because that pride is a thing for them on that front. And especially when you've thrown that much money at stuff, and though you can tell they are getting a little more reluctant to do so, you know, in terms of just backing things till the end of the time, because scale bound is proof of that. Um, you, you you kind of hope that they do find some way of doing something with it, because otherwise it's... yeah. Uh, I agree.
2: It's it's very hard to be an Xbox fan and constantly see the things you're excited for get canceled. Yeah, and Phil Spencer is constantly on Twitter apologizing for it, and it's like people like Phil Spencer, um, and that's fine. But to me, he's just a figurehead, and he can't really do much of anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's just just, like he he is literally just placating. Interesting. He's going to Japan this week to uh, court developers there. We've been talking about that. So you know, they clearly know where Sony are winning That side of things
2: Well they, they need to find a way to sell consoles in, in Japan When you're only selling three Xbox One units A month that's a problem Yeah, wait, yeah.
0: When the, when the <laughs> absolutely dead PSV Is outselling you quite substantially you, you definitely got a problem
4: Wasn't the PSP <laughs> outselling them for a while
0: The, the PSP I think <laughs> Stupid consoles The Wii U I think was also outselling But you know Japan yeah. So fair enough. Anyway. Unless,
2: yes. Yeah, unless Microsoft is willing to fund those games, there's no way Sega's going to put Yakuza on, on Microsoft console. No,
0: Nobody's
2: going to buy it. an Xbox One
0: in Japan for that. Yeah, and a lot of trust has been built up with some companies with Sony. So it will take quite a substantial paycheck. And do, are, is any game really worth that paycheck these days? That's the question. Yeah. We shall see. Anyway um we've been going on quite well this week this is one of the longest ones in a while um so we'll we'll wrap things up with some quick game talk about what we've been playing this week i will quickly say i before asked... you um
3: before you oh. guys start that i just want to ask y'all oh, um what are y'all thoughts about you know e3 giving the passes to the public
0: it's not much different i find yeah it'll make it a bit harder on the press but In years past, there are a lot of people who are just basically glorified bloggers who have gone anyway, and they are just the same as fans turning up and doing the same job. It's it's stupid in a lot of ways, but smart in terms of business sense. I think they they need to make money. Companies are leaving the show floor to go and do their own thing more and more. Bethesda, EA, and Microsoft I think will probably follow suit. I think the way it's going and. Yeah, you can see why they want to recoup the money, and they'll they'll make some proper bank off fifteen thousand yeah. tickets.
4: My view is what they should have done is have one day for the public and one day for the press. I mean, the press could be there for a the public day, but have it so that the that, that way you have got one day for the press if need be to yeah. cover stuff up, and then the public get in the next day.
0: Because games comes like that, I yeah. believe, isn't it? To a point there, there's like a press part and then a public part, yeah, and. Uh... I might be thinking okay. of the wrong one, but yeah. I think
2: the people who bought tickets are going to be very disappointed at it.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, um, I think Jim Sterling pointed out quite well. So like they're not going to get the access they think they're getting. So like they're not going to be able to go and sit in on the conferences. So it's like, why pay hundreds of dollars for getting half the experience, not even the good part of the experience? Yeah,
2: that, and I don't think people are considering that the waits for press to play a game can sometimes be like two hours.
1: Yeah, that will definitely get bigger. Press, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is going
2: to be like six-hour wait just to play a ten-minute demo. Like, I don't think they're realizing what they're getting themselves. into. It
4: sounds like Eurogamer Expo where I saw a queue for Skyrim when that got announced, because they're Skyrim playable at Eurogamer Expo before you know release, and the queue was five hours long to play it for fifteen minutes.
3: Yeah,
0: I I
4: literally, literally went around the building and out the building.
0: And in this day and age, how many games are really, really worth queuing up for hours to play 15 minutes? Especially with
2: all the online betas games have these days.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I could just wait two months and play this game when it comes out. (laughs) I don't think
2: developers are going to be walking around the show floor anymore. I I honestly do not think they're going to be on the show floor anymore because it's just going to be way too crowded and insane.
0: No, it's exactly why Activision don't do it so much, it's why EA have left it, it's why Bethesda left it to a degree. It's like um did distance themselves as much as possible from the main event. So but uh, yeah, you know, understandable. Uh, Alfonso, as it was your your very good question. Um what were your feelings on it?
3: Well um in my perspective being the consumer since y'all are depressed, I think
0: In the loosest sense, yes. Yeah, in the loosest
3: sense, <laughs> you know, we're all gamers, so it would make sense to have the public join in in terms of knowing that the press has hands on with these demos all the time. And usually certain games don't come out a year or two years after. So yeah, I have some type of perspective on how the game works or mm-hmm. we have to wait till the final releases available to the public. But I think it's a bad move because like you said, y'all yeah, wait two three hours just to play a 10 minute demo so imagine us we are probably we probably have to wait longer knowing that y'all the press y'all have the privilege because y'all have the appointments made we, we don't really yeah press, probably don't really have no appointment we just have to wait our turn so and adding 15,000 more people i i hear the interviews that y'all y'all talk about and all the videos and it's already packed so I don't know how this
0: is going to work. Badly, but they won't care <laughs> because they'll make the money, basically. I think it's it. And that's all they're really worried about at this stage. is We're like the money. Oh, not...
4: We're in the money. <laughs> they, yeah, they, they clearly
0: can't think of a way to entice you know, developers to come back and publishers to come back. So they're just thinking, well, rather than that, we'll do that damage limitation and turn it into Comic-Con, effectively.
2: Pretty much, and here in Salt Lake Comic Con on a Saturday, not a good day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's—I mean, even here, you know, I think we had like a very, very, you know, very small one, and yet it was still very, very, very busy. And we're just a town here; it's ridiculous that it could be that bad.
4: Hell, Scarborough had a sci-fi convention and it was busy. Scarborough convention.
0: <laughs> Scarborough, is, Scarborough is a sci-fi convention. <laughs> 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 uh, I went to the first right. one and
4: then I couldn't be able to go to the others because it was they let too many people in for such a small area and it was just yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the thing, like they I don't know how they're gonna fit fifteen more thousand people into that venue that's already packed.
4: They're um, going to leave them outside. But they don't <laughs> actually get to play the games. They buy the ticket to stand outside and loiter.
0: <laughs> they get to look at the screens from a distance.
4: Like, I, I hope they considered like the fire
2: marshal's rules of people in a in a venue before they have to shut
4: it down. Oh yeah, like, remember Fanfest where the fire Every marshal day. had to come in. Remember yeah uh, yeah, fancy fanfest with the shopping line. Oh my god, yes. They had to get the fire marshal in because he was warning them that they had too many que- people queued up to purchase stuff.
1: Blimey I keep forgetting yeah. you two have met.
4: Hey <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and he's now oh. scarred for life.
2: <laughs> that... My life was me better. What are you talking about, man?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you have anything to add to that?
1: The, the Holy Free thing. Uh, I um. Well, I hmm, I haven't been to E3, so I don't really want to know what it's like from a um, you know, just you know, the experience itself. But I don't know. I imagine it would be quite. If, I just imagine it'd be a bit more of a mess, to be honest, for everyone involved with all those other extra people there, to be honest. I mean, it's difficult enough from what I understand as it is, even for the press guys and stuff. Um, it'd be nice for the, you know, just the general public as it were to, you know, get some hands on with these things and everything. But I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. It'd probably be, I think, I, th- I think it was Ben. I think it was Ben who said it'd be good if they had like a day for the public and a day, you yeah. know, and they had their day and then the rest of the guys can do the rest. Um, you know, the press obviously have their time and. They can be there at the same time with the general public as well, because I, uh, I think that's Gamescom that does that, or it might, might not be. I'm sure it was something like that, Gamescom or something. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, um, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest with you, I haven't really given it that much thought. It's probably because I'm just like, I haven't been there. Why do I care?
4: <laughs> yeah, I haven't thought about much either. I, I literally, just because I want to go to eBay myself. One day I will get there, and it will be glorious.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I'll, um, I'll definitely be able to see, hopefully when I go, hopefully it'll be this year I'll have more of an idea on what to say on that, but um, I agree, I think it'd be a double-edged sword, to be honest. It'd be good for those people, but at the same time, I reckon it'd be a a, a mess as well, to be honest, because it's um, the lines are bad enough as it is now, and with more people in there, it's just going to be a clusterfuck. Yeah, and
0: yeah, <laughs> just not just not worth the money for the general public that they're, they're paying for it.
1: Yeah, of course, like you said, you know, there's no, they won't get the closed behind door, behind closed door stuff. They won't get the, um, press conferences and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it won't be, yeah, I think it'd be debatable whether it'd be worth the money, to be honest, especially if you've got to travel. And
4: they won't get the well. after
1: parties. Yeah, exactly. If you had travel into that and accommodation, it probably won't be worth it.
0: Yeah. I mean, all in all, at this point, being the press, you're almost better off watching from afar at home because you get to see more than if you were actually there in a
1: lot yeah. of ways. Although just the experience, I think I need to go. Oh, up. sure. yeah. yeah I want to go to like, the
4: experience, just to say a bit. I, I spent,
0: I've spent, i had my encounters with the public in enclosed spaces and overcrowding before two times, um, yeah. working in a pub during a Rugby World Cup final where the bouncer didn't turn up till like 10 minutes before kickoff, so everyone was already in, and, yeah. and uh, on a train in Austria where they apparently didn't know the meaning of the train as full. <laughs> Literally squashed up against the door with my with two suitcases. It was a uh, glorious, absolutely glorious.
1: Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I I hope they've got a plan in that regard for people. It'd be, for, yeah, I could not imagine a worse time to want to go uh, at this point for someone going in new. It would just really ruin it for them, I think. And yeah, you know, fan and press alike. I think it's just going to be a very strange thing. But uh hopefully there's some cool announcements. That's the main thing. We shall see. We shall indeed. Uh, right. Uh as I said, we are going on quite a bit, but we have talked about good things. This is what happens, when I don't make a plan. We actually got lots of stuff to talk about, I suppose. Yeah, I was gonna say, Wow, it's almost
1: ten now. Well, yeah, geez, I our It's near ten o'clock.
4: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Which which obviously means
0: nothing to you at home, but you realise you've been
1: listening
0: <laughs> for a while. But, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll
4: be For
0: references, to- we started at 8pm. Yes, with yeah. a bit of chat and all that. Um, yeah. So yeah, quickly I suppose we'll go through games we played. It is quick for me this week because I said I can't talk about one thing, uh, which isn't Horizon, so don't worry. You're not missing anything there, but it is a good game. Um, not Horizon, the game I'm playing, but um, Spheres I played, as I mentioned. Very good, clever puzzler. I don't want to say much more on that. My reviews on PSU.com. There you go. It It's surprising. It's Depressingly, the best game I have played this year. I say depressingly in a sense of I've yet to play anything like Yakuza or Neo. So, yeah, and Resident Evil Seven. Because it is, it is it, it's good. It's not, it's not the best thing ever or anything. Um, that's it for me, um, Michael. From you play Sniper Elite Four. I know that much.
1: Course, Michael. think re- my mum calls me Michael when she does off at me. Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or, or Vampire Keith Sutherland. He also does.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been on Sniper Elite 4 again because, you know, that's a really cool game. You know, there's a lot to do in that apart from the main mission, so it I've been a exploring. Game. It is. It's great. It really well, is. It's yes, a great because game. you played it as well, yeah, so you
0: want to talk together about it. There you go. That saves some
1: time. There you go. Yeah, uh, well... Yeah, well um, I don't have much more to add on that. So Ben, can, um, Ben, so. <laughs> it's <all laughs> together, Ben. You oh, you've read my review. Hopefully, you read my review by now. So I've said all I can, really. So, um, Ben, yeah, go for it.
4: <laughs> I've been playing it on um, normal difficulty with my mate in co-op. It's fun aiming the shots, working together. Uh, we did we did the spot on mission. Fun. I do recommend playing the Overwatch missions. Not playing actual Overwatch. Screw Overwatch. Playing Sniper Elite Overwatch missions oh yeah yeah um, oh. where one person plays a spotter where you all you've got is like a machine gun and a pistol and binoculars yeah. and the other person has the sniper um and he doesn't have binoculars so you have to run in and do all the missions and oh, help you him. literally
1: have to spot yeah, yeah. oh just like just yeah. like it works just like it works in yeah yeah oh yeah. wicked yeah. Um,
4: yeah so but there's only two missions of that but i do recommend them because they are a lot of fun uh, we swapped around. I felt like Snake as a spot of sneaking around doing the missions while he sniped stuff from distance. It was amazing. Um, awesome. Yeah, so yeah, I do recommend Sniper Elite 4. Although I did have issues. I bought the disc version. It didn't work. And then I bought another, I brought in a return of the disc version. That didn't work. And then <laughs> the download worked, so I ended up trading it back in to get credit back.
1: Well, I remember you saying. It. I wonder yeah. what that was.
4: I wonder why it didn't work for us. I weird. don't know. The loading screen just took forever. You know where it splashed up and it instantly goes from that to rebellion. Yeah. It. I left. I literally left it. Well, even with the download version, the first time I boot up, it took. 15, it took eighteen minutes to go from that splash screen to actually rebellion.
1: Bloody hell.
4: Yeah, because I went off and yeah, yeah, did some things while I was waiting, and then I came back and it loaded. <laughs>
1: That so. That just sounded so weird. A bit more, you know. I went off and you know did some things. <laughs> hey, you can leave it to everyone's mind what I did. That's it.
4: <laughs> Spoiler: no. I went to praise lava scorpion. Oh,
1: there you go, um,
0: <laughs> uh, Mike. Anything else
1: <laughs> from this week? Yeah, I've. Um, yeah, apart from I wasn't a big gaming week this week. Apart from Sniper Elite Four, I w- I went back to my old buddy War Thunder so I did a couple of matches in that I swear the amount of updates that game every time I turn on a PS4 it seems like there's a new bloody update for that game but I do love War Thunder it's, it's, going back to it after a long time you can see I always check out they've always added so many new planes and stuff so I was like ooh i tried that out and then usually rubbish so I end up going back to the uh, <laughs> classic planes so yeah I jumped in my Spitfire in my me Messerschmitt and just shot a bunch of people which is always good fun you can just it's one of those games you can spend ages on or you can literally just spend a, a match or two you know which is good so um yeah uh that's about it really i'm enjoyed that again yeah um i expect to be on more this week cool ben
0: what uh, else have you been playing well i played
4: your- a bit of uh dragon Ball fusions on the 3ds that came out recently that doesn't count yeah i'm not going okay. to say anything yet, but <laughs> that does is good uh, sniper elite 4 again you guys know my opinion and i've got a virtual reality psvr game at last i've got a oh. vr game at last it's long, but still yes <laughs> <laughs> um, which i'm working on a roof for but it's it's not much in the game content wise it's literally one table one map and then some bats so it's not exactly the easiest game to review um, but well, I'm working on that. It,
0: it's uh, the review is basically there's not much here.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> you have it's literally the you have a generic like um, arena looking cybery virtual reality sort of you know what I mean, like greyy sort of arena and, and you're a tennis bat because you don't Would see your character.
0: So it feels more like a tech demo than a game. Yeah, you know, I want to say. That. A lot of yeah, so there's a few cool futures.
4: Okay. You know, you got a few little mini games but even the mini games are still in that little arenay there's no different arenas oh there's no different styles mm-hmm. of arenas there's no anything mm-hmm. all you got is arcade which is those little mini games a tournament mode which is you can guess is a tournament in the same arena yeah um which as the other character is just a again is just a weird looking 2d 3d sprite thing isn't really that much of a. It's not like there's loads of different characters you can fight, you know, play against. Say, <laughs> so fight against versus table tennis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you might fight, I don't know. Get um, bored, fling the bat out of it.
4: Then you've got one versus one mode, you know, which again is just tournament mode, but just one match. And then you've got yeah. training mode, which is just training mode. So, yeah, it's not ben, exactly. Ben.
0: I I don't think that's going to be a very good game. <laughs>
4: um, so, yeah, it's it's definitely going to get one of my lowest scores I've given in a long time. Hey, but at least you can customize the color of your tennis balls.
0: Well, there you go. tennis balls in a ping pong game. <laughs> ping pong. <laughs> oh they couldn't even get real, the realistic stuff, right?
4: <laughs> it does. You can make it green like a tennis ball, which I did.
0: Oh, you know, because you <laughs> want to be playing a better game, I suppose. So. Uh,
4: but yeah, it's definitely yeah, not well. going to be a good review. Which is a shame because you can smack the audience down with the ping pong balls.
0: Well, that, that's worth a point, I suppose.
4: <laughs> yeah, I found it by accident when I was trying to work out the controls because the game doesn't tell you how to pause the game. I thought you just oh, press start. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll just press start, that'll pause it. Nope. What you got to do is press the PlayStation, uh, watch the move button, and the. Jesus, but the game doesn't tell you that. So oh, I was right like, right. I thought my game had crashed because I got open once oh. somehow. And that work out how I did it, So I was like, pressing every button, realized, Oh, yeah, it takes two buttons at the same time. Um, and I've okay. also played Fantasy 14, which if you check psu.com, I did a huge coverage over Fan this weekend. And new job, new samurai job announced, yay, and maps huge, yeah. yay, and all the good things. Go check out my preview at psu.com.
0: Yeah, do because Ben almost killed himself with no sleep. <laughs> Can't that for us. So yeah, do go read that. So it is very in depth and formative.
1: I hope you've had some sleep since Ben. Oh yeah, slept today. Oh good. I was going to say no. See, uh, no j- joking aside. That is quite dangerous. Not. I mean, not not having much sleep. At the longest all. I've I'm
4: been was seventy years. hours without sleep.
1: Oh my oh, god. god. <laughs>
0: I, I don't get to do that voluntarily anymore. That's, uh, <laughs> it, if it, that happens, it's because the kids were ill or something. That's it. But, yeah, so, I do
4: recommend Yeah, yeah checking that out at PSU.com if you're a fan of Fire Fantasy. I cool. mean, I got to meet Gary at the, uh, the North American Fire Fantasy. Fantasy
1: but words. but fan i I'm jealous you met Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Although, at least I've met, I'm, I'm pleased to say I have met Ben twice. <laughs> yeah. Now, still... We
4: nearly ended up sharing a room. Ooh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: We did share a room, though, Ben.
4: <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? The first room, though.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. With the double bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: double <top>. bed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Revelations bro. are all coming out now. PG-13
2: uh, at least, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not on my watch, it's not. I'll tell you that. Much.
1: Um he showed uh, me up. He was asking <laughs> pictures with bloody... Um, playboy girls and everything
4: man <laughs> <laughs> hey when you're in there you gotta enjoy yourself I guess uh, yeah. also I just purchased while we've, while we've been doing the talkings I purchased World of Final Fancy. oh there you go so I'm downloading is... that Woo!
0: it's a favourite of the of the Armenian Argonaut himself it's, yeah. uh...
4: because it was what? 29 quid so I thought fuck it I'll buy it yeah.
0: good price and there's our PG rating word right there <laughs> excellent Um Alfonso what have you been playing this week?
3: Uh, it's a light week for me. Um, the only two games I played was Lara Croft Go and Clockworlds, Clockwork Tales Glass and Ink. Hmm. Um, How
0: had you get on with Lara Croft Go? I quite like that one. It's very, pretty good I puzzle. mean,
3: to me, it reminds me a lot like Hitman Go. You know, besides, Oh, yeah, very much. The imagine. only difference is, you know, instead of collecting the suitcase, you got to collect the, the artifacts and stuff and you know take out the enemies so but it's the same concept i, I enjoyed lawcraft more than hitman to think lawcraft had more of a story than hitman did
0: yeah it's definitely like a progression of that original idea with the hitman go game i you know and even deus ex go is a bit sim- samey for me in that regard but yeah Lara Croft go was, i really really enjoyed that as a puzzler it's a, a surprise for me on that front so yeah and the other yeah, game um, um
3: clockwork Clockwork Tales, Glass of Ink.
0: Which I don't know anything about, I must say. But, uh, what's it's, that a,
3: it's a PSN game. You have to. It's kind of hard to explain the story. It's, like, um, it's kind of a scientist is going missing, and you have to use clues. It's like a, a mystery type game. You have to use clues to help them escape.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just looking at it now. Sorry. An adventure yeah, but, um, game. Yeah,
3: adventure yeah. Game steampunk adventure okay that's yeah cool. and then um in terms of this week um i'm trying to i'm gonna try to finish Ether once i can get that platinum because when horizon comes out i'm not gonna have time to earn any more platinum so yeah you got the last platinum i'm trying to get and then you know, just staying focused on horizon
0: yeah you've got just over a week to do it so yeah shoot you yeah you'll be all right You're
3: only missing only missing two trophies so yeah, oh, all right, yeah i can finish yeah, yeah. it in no time
0: Excellent. Good stuff. Who do we get? Gary? Yo. Games. Uh, you-
2: well, I've been sick this week, so I haven't been able to play much of anything. Oh, yeah. Um, one game that I've been playing I can't talk about, which is the same game you've been playing, um, that you can't talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah. though <laughs> on different formats. So yes, on different formats. Um, talk about it next week, because I, I will quite revel in talking about that game. I must oh,
2: yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, other than that, uh, playing Dragon Quest Eight when I'm laying in bed, uh, still chugging through that. Um, I have been playing um, now that I'm feeling better today. Uh, the Lego Dimensions Lego Batman movie story pack. Um, stay tuned for that review soon. Um, I'm at the point with the Lego games where you're starting to see um, quality drops, um, probably because of the rush jobs. Mm. Um, And it's still good, don't get me wrong. The Lego Batman story pack is good. But, like, during cutscenes, it feels very um, bland. Like, there isn't a lot of detail in the environments anymore. It actually, in a way, during cutscenes, looks like a very late PlayStation 2 game. Um, That's how bad it's gone. There's insane fog in in the backgrounds, uh, not a lot of animation during cutscenes, like... Animation as in background animation or detail whatsoever. Um, Which is a shame, honestly. And it's probably because of production and how fast they have to get these games out now for whatever movies they're basing them on. But it's still fun. It's still a good game. The humor is on point with the movie. There has been a lot of laugh-out-loud moments for me in this game. Um, Batman's one-liners are perfect. When he talks about his abs all the time, it's just great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man after my just, own at,
2: heart. At random points, there's one scene where uh, he's trying to push Robin into a hole. Uh, it was in the movie where he, he's trying to get the um, Phantom Zone projector. They've yeah. done it differently in the game. And Robin's like, oh, you got to tie my shoe. And he's taking forever because he has no idea how to tie his shoe. <laughs> and Batman gets pissed off at one point. He's trying to shove him in, and he can't do it. And he's like, got to work on my abs some more. I couldn't even push the kid in. (laughs) 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 It was pretty great. Um, So, yeah, the humor is on point. Voice acting is pretty good. Uh, They try to mimic uh, the the actors' voices as best they could. And for the most part, they did a good job. Um, But, yeah, it's a a good story pack. uh, But it's definitely not on point of, quite honestly, the Ghostbusters pack has been the best one because I think they had the most time to work on it um yeah. the 2016 ghostbusters movie so a lot of detail is in that pack that's you're slowly starting to see the decline in a lot of quality in in the games unfortunately hmm. it's a shame uh, right? yeah it is a shame um but what what can you do they're eventually going to be the only company making these right.
0: yeah games. i mean yeah so. <laughs> they, well i say they pretty much are but you know despite the skylanders rumors there is they are at least making some sort of Skylanders game for the, the Asian market this year. So yeah,
2: but nothing in America in 2017. For know,
0: but just say it's not dead yet, at least uh, in that regard, yeah. which I think is, Marvel. needs to be the case because dimensions needs competition. Otherwise it will, you know, what you're talking about now will just get worse in terms of.
2: Yeah, different. it will get worse. And I, you know, I've said it before. It'll be fantastic if they can get Marvel into these games. Mm. Uh, and the Disney licenses uh, because it could potentially be the first ever game to have both Marvel and DC characters in it. I think it'd be fantastic, um, but I just don't see it happening.
0: No, uh, they, 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 you know, they've they got a lot of franchises under their belt anyway that, that they can call upon. So, oh, uh, yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. And obviously there's still all more packs coming out. There's the Beetlejuice pack coming out. Powerpuff. And Genies, Pro- yeah. Team Titans go. Um, there's still plenty to go for this year, and we'll see if they announce more next year or if they'll just announce a sequel instead. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll but see. right now it is starting to feel a little rushed at times, which just kind of sucks. Um, the other game I've been playing, I played a little, uh, last night with my friend. Uh, we played Titanfall 2. Oh, yes. Uh, thoroughly enjoying that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My my only issue right now is I still can't comprehend um, the, how to really fight with the mechs. Um, I, I'm pretty good on foot. Uh, I, I enjoy that, but when I get into a mech, for some reason, my skills just go straight into the garbage can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does feel um, like that at the, the beginning. To be fair, it, I just I found the further you went in, the more it becomes natural. And then the multiplayer comes into it, and it's just like, oh, yes. It yeah, just... it's
2: like every time I get a tie in. Oh, uh, and I go into battle. I'm surrounded by three enemy titans, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm not gonna last very long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm thoroughly enjoying that multiplayer. I haven't played the single player yet, just the multiplayer. But it is it is on point? It's very fun multiplayer.
0: Very fun stuff. Yeah, I um, said I so- said last year, it is the total package. It's a great <laughs> single player, great multiplayer, and just bloody good, bloody bloody good, and definitely. For me, anyway, the first person shooter that reinvigorated my care and love for it. That sort of genre. Which is always yeah.
2: nice. I just wish they'd give it more, you know, love over Battlefield, quite honestly. Because yeah. I have played Battlefield 1 a little bit, and it's good, but it's not Time to Fall Too Good.
0: <laughs> no, I, mean, I just, yeah. I, I'm, if I came down to it, I'm glad that's the game I played at the two. In the end of the finished game, because yeah, as I said, still one of my favourite games so far this generation, without a doubt. Probably just edged out by XCOM 2, I'd imagine. But yeah,
2: yeah, and it's cool because like it it allows even if you're not good at a game to still feel like you're accomplishing something.
0: Yeah, because yeah, multiplayer is brilliant for that. There's just so much you can earn points for in certain modes. We don't even need to attack. And still do well. Yeah, you, know, you can be very defensive and and still rack up big points. I've won games and been the top scorer without killing people. You know, it's like mm-hmm. because you just defend the base and you know, and keep capturing stuff. And it's ah brilliant like that. But I do love yeah. at it.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a good two days that I felt better. Yeah, other you,
0: than that. <laughs> you put some real gusto into it now. You're back in the saddle. That's good. Now
2: that I'm back in the saddle, yeah.
0: Back in the saddle, cool. I think that wraps us up now, doesn't it? Then that uh, yep. all the fun, happy things have happened for episode 155. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. As usual, it's been grand to have you again to listen to us. Uh, I will, the, the guys do their shout outs now. I've obviously done the uh, general public shout out, but uh, Gary, as we were the last talking, it will go back from you shout outs uh no just no.
2: listeners um thanks for listening thanks to alfonso for being our number one fan thanks for and, joining us man
0: and you as member of the no team no problem
2: it's, it's always great to hear from you man um likewise but yeah uh just fans uh i recently actually talked to somebody on uh psn who's a fan and told me how much he loves listening to us he downloads our podcast every every time it goes up I'm great. Uh, yeah, he wanted me to say hi to everybody, so hi, hi. 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 I, I wish I remembered his name. Now I should have written it down.
4: <laughs> Hello, person. <clears throat> thank you for the nice words. Yeah. Uh, you guys move on. I'll, I'll look it up really quick. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, wait, if not, you know who you are <laughs> I'm from that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alfonso, what about you? And your, your second stint. Who are you appreciative for? I
3: um, want to thank you, Mike, Gary, Neil, and Ben for. Uh, wonderful things y'all do for the site and all the reviews. I enjoyed reading them. And again, thank you for having me on for a second time. Um, to the rest of the PlayStation Universe people who listen, thank you for listening. And lastly, I want to shout out my girlfriend, who's in her last year to becoming a registered nurse. Oh, nice! And nice. I told her to prep her medical supplies because once. Horizon dawn comes out. I'm gonna need serious medical attention because <laughs> I have a feeling that when that game hits my screen, I'm going to sit very close to it and I'm going to come extremely blind. So, yeah, <laughs> love it. That's
2: fantastic,
0: man. Uh, oh, that's so cool. yeah.
2: Uh, his name is uh, Tommy
0: G four twenty thirteen. Oh, Thomas Gargan. Yes, All right. we, yes. we know old Tommy G. Yeah.
1: I'm pretty sure I've got him on my friends list. Yeah, you probably have. I guess. Yeah, he has I'm, pretty, yeah I'm, I'm sure I have. Yeah, he's one of the guys who, one of the first guys who added me. Actually, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. He's uh, he's contacted us many a time. He's uh, I know I'm a big super fan of the show, and uh,
1: yeah. respect, he's, uh, mate.
0: <clears throat> trying to remember what podcast he has. He yeah, has his own podcast. That's like, as well, But just yeah. not clicked with my head at this moment in time um michael what about you what are you thankful for on this not thanksgiving day
1: <laughs> um well you guys first obviously food and fons great to talk to you again man glad you're becoming a, a staple quickly i have to watch myself <laughs> um uh, obviously the rest of the psu crew you know past and present um hopefully um we we'll have a few more guests of so Don um, You know Shout out to Don And Rob as well um, Don I really need to get on the podcast again Soon It was meant to happen weeks ago But Just the stars haven't aligned yet Sadly <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure we will um, uh, All the guys who are still listening to the podcast Who have been with us Who have added me to PSN Thanks guys I know I don't actually Talk to any of you Or game With any of you on PSN <laughs> But I always look down at my list And see what you're playing Honestly Every time I'm on there I always say "Well, I wonder what everyone's playing He knows I what look you did last list. night yeah, it's just, it's, a,
0: it's a mutual thing, Mike. Uh, I uh, I pretty much block most of my PSN stuff off from everyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that's my shouts really. Yeah, just the, the usual. I just I should say the usual folk, but yeah, I like to name them anyway. Yeah. So yeah. um, shout yeah, respect yeah. you. All. Glad you just still enjoying the podcast.
0: That's it. I, and while I remember, sorry now, it's uh, Thomas Gargan's podcast is Next Gen Game Chat, and uh, yeah, you should definitely go listen to that. Um, okay, tweet Ben. You are the last man to be called upon for this <laughs> most gracious of tasks. You know, because, because you my list is on shout it. Yeah. Your list <laughs> is the biggest list, yeah. <laughs>
4: <Yep>. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to start with thank you for being on again, Alfonso. It's always nice to have you on. It's always nice to chat with you on Twitter as well.
3: Likewise.
4: Um, a shout out to Klaus at Phoenix Down Radio. Go check out PhoenixDownRadio.com, where I also chat on there during Phoenix Down Radio and Moogu Go Round. Um, we are now starting to live stream Moogle Go Round, um, on the weekend, as well as live streaming Phoenix Down Radio on the other weekend, so go check us out Twitch. Um, this weekend we've got Samus Rageborn on, aka Evolve Mail, aka your girlfriend's favourite streamer, uh, so make sure you get ready for some Samus this weekend, because we'll be ready enough, um and just a shout out to everyone on Twitter who follows me thank you to everyone who listens to who can be bothered to listen to my voice at least twice a week cuz you cuz i can't even want to listen to my voice once a day let alone all the time so um yeah words thank you for listening hey ben i just i just mute the podcast when your voice comes out but i turn it on oh that's 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 that's, that's, see, that's a perfect <laughs> stream right there i'm
0: just kidding man i would never
4: uh that, that would be confusing when we're talking about certain things. Yes. Also, praise Lava Scorpion. Anyway, that'll be it. Thank you.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, I thought we'd do something a little different during the show, just based on what me and Chilly did last week. Uh, but we'll do it with games. Uh, we are, as writing, writing, reading, even talking. about <laughs> <laughs> uh, One of these one words of is true. One of these functions. <laughs> yes, uh, we are just under 10 hours away from Horizon Zero Dawn's embargo date at at the uh, time of this going up and I'm going to get everyone to guess what the average score will be for Horizon and then next week we'll come back and see who by the time we record next week we'll see who is closest and we'll we'll do this as a common thing I think for big games and see how close we get Uh, we'll have an on running contest Uh, so I will go first Uh, I I will say 89% um Ben.
4: Are we doing in okay. Um eighty-five or seven out of tens.
0: Eighty five. This is the average, remember, so it's, uh, yeah eighty
4: five percent, aka seven out of tens on average. Yeah,
0: seven out of ten, yeah, modern seven out of ten.
1: Cool.
0: <laughs> uh so you say eighty five, I say eighty nine. Michael, what about you? Um, I'm going to keep saying it now because you say no one says it. So.
1: Yeah, I was going to say this is really really odd. Yeah, um, as as in the Metacritic average. Yeah, yeah, Metacritic.
0: Alright, yeah. I um, I've actually thought
1: about this. I'm going to go for
0: ninety. Ninety. So yeah. I'll clarify. We'll be basing it on the Open Critic average rather than the Metacritic. So yeah. That's...
1: Okay. Well, okay, that still applies, right? Ninety. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the, the... Okay. yeah. No, I, I think it. I think it will be ninety. I've got a feeling.
0: Cool. Um, Alfonso, what about you? I also
3: agree with Mike. I'm going for a 90 as well.
0: Safe, safe. Good, good.
3: Yeah. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Gareth, what
2: about you? I'm gonna go with
3: Ben. I'm gonna go 85 between 80 and
0: 85. But do, you you gotta pick a number. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> E5. 85. 85. 83. I'm gonna go 83. Oh, 83. Okay. 83. <laughs> We will come back next week and see how well everyone has done. You and get yeah. points
1: for being the closest, or is it yeah, right? well, that's what we're going to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if no one, gets, yeah, if no one gets it right, then yeah, the closest by next week, yeah. and we'll we'll make this a regular thing at the end. So me,
1: me and yeah, that's actually so me and Fons are betting the highest. Then yeah, the yeah. ninety, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, well you're, you? You're, you're. What are you? 89? Did you say? I'm
0: 89. Yeah, Ben's 85. Gary reckons 83 because Gary doesn't like games and he thinks it'll be rubbish. What are you
4: talking about? 83 is <laughs> a high score. <laughs> <laughs> See, he, he was hoping it was a Switch game. Yeah. Then there'd be a nice, because it's PlayStation exclusive. Uh... <laughs>
2: Honestly, how how many how many games have you seen on Metacritic stay above ninety percent?
0: I am chuckling uh, as you get so outraged right about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you,
2: Neil, I find a knife and ship it to you, and have you stand yourself.
0: <laughs> I am quite capable of doing that myself. You don't have to. Stand <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's us for this week. I will say Tatty Bye, and everyone else will do the same. Tatty Bye,
1: Tatty Bye, Tatty Bye, Tatty Bye.
0: <laughs> Gary?
2: Gary, <laughs> bye. What does that even mean? Fine. <laughs> Goodbye. Say that.
3: Take care.